0: From the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. Hi, I'm David Marsland. The biggest party of the year is taking place in London this evening as the Evening Standard celebrates its Progress 1000 list of the most influential people in the city.
1: Politics dominates the top of the list, but if you, you know, as soon as you sort of get to the number two slot, you're in territory with Phoebe Bollard Bridge.
0: Our deputy editor Charlotte Ross
1: and associate editor
0: Julian Glover will be here to tell us what it takes to make a list like that in incredible times like these. Later. 10,000 MET officers are being equipped with taser stun guns. Do traffic officers and police on patrol with dogs need them? Why, this paper says yes. Also,
1: Look ahead! The bridge is near! It is dangerous and narrow!
0: Sir Ian McAllen's back on the London stage, and we've given it five stars. This is the leader. You can read all of the editorial column it's inspired by in the Evening Standard newspaper or go to the comments section at standard.co.uk. In a moment, who's on the Progress 1000 list?
2: This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the Axis Startup Angel Competition. Good
0: luck. Tonight, the Evening Standard celebrating its 13th Progress 1000 list of the city's most influential people with a huge party. You can see who's made it with a special pullout in ES Magazine. It's also online now. From our editorial column, here's what it takes to be included.
2: We live in the most dynamic, creative, connected, free-thinking, diverse city on earth. Today we are proud to reveal the activists and the artists, the tech leaders and ballet dancers, the poets and police officers, the cooks and the rappers, and many more who are part of our Progress 1000 list. That's 1,000 people from 8.1 million whose energy and ideas power us all. But this year's list is about more than those who have made it to the top. It's those who will define our world for years to come who stand out. Together, they are part of a powerhouse beyond all imagination, a living, thinking, quick-changing collection of incredible creative energy.
0: Well, joining me on the podcast now are our deputy editor, Charlotte Ross, and our associate editor, Julian Glover. I've only been on this job for a week, so you can imagine quite how intimidating this scene is for me at the moment. Uh, Charlotte, tell me, let's start with the first question of what is Progress 1000?
1: Well, Progress 1000 is our annual list of the most influential Londoners according to criteria such as what contribution they've made in the last year, how much power they wield, and are they exciting and of the moment.
0: Every year there's a theme behind Progress 1000. What are we doing this year?
1: So the theme this year is the future, and that straddles every sector from politics, obviously, but through to um, technology, AI, VR, you know, the great technological shift that we're going through, and London's very much at the centre of that.
0: And Gillian, a list like this of influential people has to include... A number of politicians, doesn't it? Who's on this list that you're 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 quite pleased to see? It's an incredibly exciting
3: list, and this event can sound like one of those things. You, before you see the names, you think, will it really be exciting? Will it really be engaging? And then you look at the absolute diversity, and joy, and mix of people who make London happen. The names we've got, the people we're celebrating this year, and core to that is the political people who are having the biggest fight of their lives at Westminster and in the country beyond. People on all sides, from the Speaker of the House of Commons, John Bercow, who's in his last few weeks in the job, if Parliament's allowed to sit for him to do it, uh, to Dominic Cummings, the uh, extraordinarily dressed uh, power behind the Prime Minister, or perhaps the Prime Minister is now behind him. The order is is not entirely clear. Jeremy Corbyn, Sam Gamer, who was Tory rising star, worked for David Cameron, is now suddenly... A leading liberal democrat. All sorts of things happening. So the mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, gearing up for the big battle next year. Politics is absolutely alive. It can be quite frightening, but it's core to the drama of the city at the moment, and it's core to the Progress One Thousand list this year.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of rebels on this list, isn't there? Is that where we are at the moment? A lot of rebellion. I mean, even Dominic Cummings is a kind of rebel, isn't he? He's in the government, but he's rebelling against the rules. We're all rebels now, and the people who were the grandees of politics
3: suddenly find themselves often excluded from their party. They're finding themselves in new parties talking about changing politics and the people who were at the core of the old rebellions voting down government proposals on things like Brexit. Boris Johnson was a rebel, now the Prime Minister. He's on the list. Everybody's swapping. It's a fluid, dynamic politics. Something it's going to be very different about our country soon, and the Progress One Thousand list is full of the people who are going to make that happen. Yeah,
0: Charlotte, it's an amazing time to be a journalist right now, and every day at the Standard, it's uh, it's what are we going to put on the front page, what's going to appear in in the leader. This list kind of reflects that as well, doesn't it?
1: It does. I mean, politics dominates the top of the list, as Julian's just explained, and we felt very much that it was inescapable. It's been a year, you know, where the Brexit debate has electrified the country and and the capital, and certainly our pages. But if you, you know, as soon as you sort of get to the number two slot, you're in territory with Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who's just had an outstanding year. And we've got Tom Blomfield of Monzo because it's changing the way that people um, bank and particularly in particular young people in the city. So we want to represent um, that change as it's happening and predict, you know, the people that are going to be. Um you know, changing the way that we live going forward.
0: what are the discussions like when you're putting that list together?
1: Well, there are many <laughs> <laughs> for starters uh, i mean we 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 spend a large part of the year putting this together. It obviously ramps up towards the end, but we start this um not long after we finish um this event. The editor is one of the key um sort of uh taste makers in this list, clearly, and you know it's 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 his or hers um Uh, decision, what what the big theme is going to be, and as we sort of curate the lists, um, people that get struck off and added on um, often come from the editor's office. Um, However, we coalesce um, a team of experts in-house and some out of house as well, um, who we believe are the people with the finger on the pulse in terms of, you know, who are the power players, but also who are the new people coming through. This year's list is um, exciting because so many of the names on it are new. I mean, almost half of the names on the list this year are new. That means a lot of disappointed people, but it means a lot of really exciting new faces and it it illustrates the great time of change that I think we're going through as a city. Next.
4: It's a weapon which, although it has some risk and it is an an official firearm which is illegal for the member of the public to, to use, is very effective at diffusing situations which may otherwise become even more violent.
0: More tasers for the Met Police while the Evening Standard supporting
4: it. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium
0: Any kind of arming of our police force is controversial. Tasers, the electric stun guns that can incapacitate someone, have their critics. But more officers in London are now to be given them. From the Evening Standard's audio news team, here's Alec Traquere.
5: The sound of a taser being deployed, delivering a peak of 50,000 volts. A sound that might become more common in Britain under new plans announced by Home Secretary Priti Patel. In fact, up to 60% of police officers in England could soon be carrying tasers, thanks to a ring-fenced £10 million fund. At the Conservative Party conference in Manchester, Ms Patel revealed the plans alongside a massive recruitment announcement. She said law and order is central to the DNA of the Conservatives. Recruiting 20,000 police officers is just the start. I'm equipping police officers with the kit and the tools they need to protect themselves and others from harm. I have created a new fund to give police chiefs the ability to train and equip police officers with tasers. It is a job of chief constables to make that operational decision. It is a job of the Home Secretary to empower them to do so. I am giving them that power. The Metropolitan Police Commissioner, Cressida Dick, recently told LBC she's already seen a big increase in tasers since she joined the Met. We've now got um, just under 6,500, so that's a 50% increase, I suppose. What I've sought to do was to get much greater availability, both through numbers and training, better bit of kit... Uh, also policies so that we could be single-crewed, for example, so that people who are already trained but in a different job could still use their taser, a variety of ways of getting more and more taser onto the ground. A taser uses an electrical current which interferes with the body's neuromuscular system. It allows police to deal with violent or potentially violent people at a distance. But not all officers are keen on being armed. About 20% of my people have said in a survey they don't really want to carry taser, thank you very much. It is a very uh, powerful bit of kit. It's also potentially a very dangerous bit of kit. You've got to be a really good decision maker. You've got to be really fit. Evening Standards Home Affairs Editor, Martin Bentham, explains the history of weapon-free police.
4: Clearly, the, the the police, not just the Met, but the whole British police, have been unarmed for for all through our our existence, really, their existence. And so that's a, a very British tradition that the police are unarmed. The Met is going to is it setting a target of having ten thousand officers trained and equipped with the Taser uh, stun gun. We've written a leader today about it, in essence supporting that move on on several grounds, but the principal one is that it's a weapon which. Although it has some risk, and it is an, an official firearm which is illegal for the member of the public to, to use, is very effective at diffusing situations which may otherwise become even more violent and can be life-saving. The Metropolitan Commissioner, for example, has indicated that the case with Stuart Outen, the PC, who was attacked with a machete, uh, who fired his taser uh, twice, in fact, the new taser which fires two bolts, and that disabled his attacker sufficiently for him to be saved and not to lose his life. Another incident where a woman was being held at knife point and and an officer managed to taser the suspect in the back, uh, again preventing something far more serious happening potentially. So it, it can be used very effectively to diffuse situations and most of the time it isn't fired. The firing rate is something like 9%, it's been deployed, brought out by an officer about 8,700 times over the last 12 months. Most of those times it isn't because, understandably, a lot of people are not very keen on the idea of being hit by a 50,000-volt charge and therefore uh, fairly rapidly calm down when they see that possibility looming before them.
5: It's hoped the taser will continue to be more of an effective deterrent than a weapon. Here's what the standard thinks.
2: Yesterday we told the story of PC Stuart Outon on our front page. He managed to fire a taser after being wounded with a machete earlier this year. It might have saved his life. The Met will need to show Londoners that the weapons are not being fired routinely. Restraint counts. So does public trust. That's been the case since the Home Secretary who set up the force, Sir Robert Peel, authorised some officers to carry revolvers if they could be relied upon to use them safely and with discretion. Those are still good rules for today.
0: You can hear news updates and regular analysis from our audio news team through your smart speaker. Just ask for the news from the Evening Standard. There's a bulletin every morning at seven.
1: Look ahead. The bridge is near. It is dangerous and narrow.
0: Sir Ian McKellen's one-man stage show is back in London at the Harold Pinter Theatre with a five-star review from the Evening Standard. We've called it a generous and exuberant delight and our editorial today says much the same about the man himself.
2: Sir Ian McKellen is the actor who has it all because he has given it his all. A great Shakespearean, a screen star, a man whose well-phrased persuasion helped bring humanity in a place of harsh laws discriminating against homosexuality. He deserves every bit of the huge respect in which he is held. He's also devoted to the cause of live theatre. He has toured his 80th birthday show to 86 venues across the country to raise money for theatrical charities. Now he has brought it to the West End and our critic Nick Curtis gives it five stars in our review today. Bravo.
0: That's the leader, taken from the Evening Standards editorial column. It's our opinion, but we want yours. Get in touch and continue the conversation through social media. Use the hashtag TheLeaderPodcast. We're back tomorrow.